Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another chapter of Sonder Stories. We've got a really good one for you today. We're talking about uh, one of our new beers that is on tap today that we're really excited about. Wanted to ask you to bear with us for a little bit here. We are upgrading our equipment. We're learning this as we go a little bit on the fly, a lot of bit on the fly. And this week as we got into post-production after recording what we think is one of our best podcasts yet, we realized that it was pretty distracting with some of the background noise from these new microphones that we just got. So we're working through some of our equipment, but just wanted to ask you to bear with us and keep coming back, keep listening. Uh, This week we decided to go ahead and keep the interview and keep the podcast because we felt like it was just that good. We didn't want to take that away from you guys. We wanted you to be able to hear it and hear us just be really real and really raw. So what you're about to get is 20 minutes of completely unedited raw footage of our backstory of Rally Cap and our new Pilsner that's coming. And we would just ask that you come back next week and hopefully it's a little less distracting with a little less background noise. So uh, enjoy. Cheers. Uh, Let's just start by saying... This podcast is brought to you by Chase Legler's Brewer's Shirt. <laughs> his his charcoal gray Brewer's Shirt. A little bit of sweat stains. Um, it's record hop on it. Chase's name embroidered on it. That's what this that's what this podcast is brought to you by. Chase Legler's Brewer's Shirt. Next episode may or may not be sponsored by Luke Shropshire's Beard. <laughs> Just a little tease for you. Uh, thank you for joining us. Welcome back. For those of you that have been listening, um, we have a treat for you today. Uh, for those of you that haven't listened and are joining today, listen to the first five. That might be helpful. Uh, today we have uh, myself, Chase Legler, Luke Shropshire, Daniel Schmur, and uh, the inaugural visit from... Sonder Brewing's own Danny Harold. Danny, say hi. Hey guys, how's it going? Good to be here. He said, "How's it going?" Are you any, any of you going to answer? A little to the right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already confused. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're talking about Rally Cap. It's our newest beer. It's our first Pilsner that we've brewed. It's a beer that Chase is really excited about uh he is he's been talking about brewing this beer since january of 2017 basically uh 2018 2017 doesn't matter he's been talking about it for a really long time and it's a beer that uh danny you you appropriately said smelling it just made you think of great american ballpark it's a beer that makes me think of baseball and um that's what obviously the name Rally Cap means, and um, really excited about it. So, Chase, why don't you dive in, uh, talk a little bit about the beer, um, what what makes this beer special, what makes it uh, something that you've been so excited about? Well, it's a traditional uh, German lager. Um, so, for me, I, I have a lot of passion with uh, brewing uh, lagers. They're they're more challenging. Um, there's there's more manipulation on the yeast side, fermentation, and uh, the yeast that we're using is a is a uh, an old school Bohemian lager yeast that uh, tosses off a lot of diacetyl and just kind of makes it more of a, of a challenge in the brewery. And um, I just love the style. I I think those ones are great. This is my go-to drinking beer. Um, 
It's got some nice bitterness to it. Um, it's made with some vitamin malt, um, blended in with a little bit of uh, some American uh, malt as well. So it's not like a true traditional, I would say, uh, German pills. Um, this kind of has our own little twist on it. Um, but I think it leads to a little bit more drinkability and softness. But we do use a lot of saws and small hops in it, so more of the noble hop characteristic kind of shines through. Um, I got decently bittered at about uh, like 33 IBUs in the kettle, uh, with some late uh, hop additions as well for for a nice aromatic uh, pop at the end of it. Um, but for me, it's just a crushable beer. We we canned it uh, just today actually, um, so it's a beer that I will just be drinking out of the can and uh, just kind of crushable beer. Um, so that's kind of my take on it. Luke, why don't you you pitch in a little bit here, give a little input. So is this something you're familiar with brewing? Had you brewed this in your past? And if so, how did it kind of change uh, under Chase's tutelage? Um, so for me, the only other uh, professional one I had done was at my past job. Uh, we used a different yeast over there. We used to find Stefan Strain. Um, very close. It was just all environment Pilsner um, and size. 60, 30, 15, Whirlpool. Uh, the difference between this one is uh, my, first, my first lager uh, actually uh, let it over-attenuate our amino acid to yeast eat too much sugar, so came out at 6.7% alcohol. And uh, this one's 5 to Yikes. So this one's a little bit... I mean, that one, that lager was fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but after three, you were, you were getting a little dizzy. So after this one, I can probably drink like 10 and get a little bit further... But, uh, I'm going to have you prove that at some point. The <laughs> <laughs> um, only difference is just uh, pretty much on the, uh, the cold side. Um, I think that Chase uh, you know, has us doing, um, you know, spunding the, the tank, catching carbonation uh, during the fermentation process for it to basically naturally ferment itself. And then, you know, the long six-week, about six-week lager that we did on this bad boy. Um, so things like that are just, uh, you know, you, you, you read about them. Um, in homebrew books and whatnot, but you know, true German, true German style. Uh, you know, spawning the tank is very, very new to me, um, and it, it's, it's really cool to, to partake in that kind of a technique. It, I would imagine. I might be wrong. I would imagine not a lot of people know what that means. Oh, so yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good, man. So maybe, maybe explain that a little bit to uh, to Danny. I'm, I'm watching Danny's face over there, and I think he has no idea what that means. The way these guys talk about beer is so impressive, and I just nod and say yes, and I like what comes out, so I'm cool with it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Spunder, our bunging the tank, is basically uh, what we'll do is when the beer is fermenting, we'll try to catch it at its like last uh, last Play-Doh or you know four points of gravity. Two Play-Doh, so about eight points of you know uh, fermentation uh, sugars that it can eat, and uh, basically what you do is we'll close the valve on it, and when that beer, when the yeast is still creating CO2 and ethanol, what we're doing is instead of letting gas off uh, of the tank, we're actually catching it with the knowledge that this beer will only uh, create X amount of CO2, so we know that we're not going to over uh, pressurize a tank and have it explode. Um, which is the main reason why you always have blow-offs, uh, so it doesn't happen. But this time we're doing it at a very controlled manner. So what we're doing, though, is we're, we're literally the beer legitimately carbonating itself, which, to be honest, is, is, 
I feel one reason why our beers are so fantastic, just a cleaner beer, a steadier head retention, tighter bubbles, um, and it means we're also using a lot less artificial CO2 um, to carbonate the beer. So with that, you know, um, it, it just creates a, a better product all around, and it's just, you know, it, it, to go back to what Shane was saying, it's very Germanic, you know, very German style. Thanks for that. Daniel, I'm, I'm looking at you. As they're explaining this, I see you over there just nodding your head. One of the things that you had said was that you feel like this might be your favorite beer that we've produced so far. So talk a little bit about that and what makes this beer so special to you um, and how their style and, and what they're doing affects how it tastes for the consumer. Sure. Um, when Luke was describing the, the bubbles, that kind of hit me in a, in a really good spot. Um, I feel like carbonations are really, really big thing for, for, for beer and uh, it's not really talked about too often um, you know I look at when you have like the really tight fine bubbles which this beer has is something that you 100% want um, but you have a lot of other ones out there that have this we like to call frog eye bubbles where they're just really bursting kind of coming over the board and they just kind of over you know over indicate your palate uh, this one does not have that whatsoever it's really tightly wound and just incredibly balanced this is one beer I was a little bit scared of uh, when we first were producing it because when uh, Chase let me try this about two weeks ago or so um, I actually really liked it at that point and I'm like wait a minute every other beer I've really disliked uh, before it's been produced I'm like okay well so wait a minute like I like them after you know I taste them when they're bad so like it's gonna be terrible when I try right away Um, no this has been fantastic from every stage that I've tried it Um, when I first tried it this morning before it was uh, fully carbonated, I was like, this beer is special. I usually try to reserve my judgment um, for beer uh, or anything that I try until you know, I try it two or three times. I really give it a fair shake. Uh, this one hit a home run for me immediately. Um, oh, man, uh, I see what you did there. All right. Well yeah. played. That was, <laughs> my puns are fantastic, man. <laughs> but uh, this, it, to me... Um, for Pilsners, I, I think it's, I like that almost compared to like the Burgundy of wine almost. Uh, Burgundy is, uh, for, for, if you compare it to wine, is the most delicate, most balanced, uh, most flavorful flavor profile that you can get in the wine aspect. Uh, for beer, Pilsner, I put in that same context. Um, Pilsner, you can't hide anything, any technical default, carbonation, bitterness, diacetyl, which is a flavor profile or chemical that we love to talk about a lot, um, shows very, very regularly. Um, this one, you can't smell movie butter popcorn within three miles of it. There's, I taste very, I don't taste any, honestly. Um, I think it's so, so well balanced. This one, the bitterness up front is prevailing but it's not overpowering whatsoever so as soon as you take a taste you get this nice grassy kind of like slightly herbal characteristic from the german hops uh, but you get some brightness and a tinge of bitterness at the very end and it is incredibly clean it is completely seamless um before here we always try to drink a couple beers to kind of lube ourselves up a little bit <laughs> um, and this one without me forcing myself to have some alcohol in my system uh, to be able to be a little bit more loose with my with my tongue um I, I was drinking this. Like, if you look at all the dead soldiers here on the... Uh, there's a, there's a few. I, Danny, thankfully, we have uh, Danny to do some of the the video aspect of what's coming for Sonder. Um, and and you, you might be able to see this podcast later on our YouTube channel, or there might just be some... 
uh, highlights, if you will, for this. And I would imagine the the highlights are going to make it look like there were a lot more beers that were drank than what there actually were. However, I'm looking at most of them are empty. So I might be inaccurate on that statement. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to kind of hit it with this beer is the most balanced yet flavorful profile for a Pilsner that I've tasted outside of Germany for a while. I do think it's Americanized. Um, I think when I put my nose to it, I don't feel like, okay, I'm smelling German pills. Um, you do get some of that sweet grain characteristic that I expect from German styles. Um, but the little t- tinge of bitterness that you get towards the end definitely makes me feel like it's American. But the bitterness is kept in check um, to, to the best extent. Um, this beer is really, really well executed and as delicate as I could say, say a fine burgundy. It's really good. So when I think of uh, a Pilsner, um, I, I think of some some really great ones in in America, as you as you mentioned, outside of Germany that are incredibly crushable. A, a lot of them, Chase, you and I have talked about. We've talked about Pivo Pills and PC and and, and some other ones. I, I think this beer stacks up right next to those. Um, Danny, when when you mentioned that this this to you reminds you of Great American Ballpark, so would you equate this to a beer that if you're sitting and watching a game that you could you could crush and while you're watching baseball is that is that kind of what you meant by that statement? Absolutely. So when I think of uh, baseball, it's second nature for me to walk in, get a beer, get a hot dog, go sit down. It's something I don't even think about and. I'm not kidding. When I cracked open this beer, I joked, but was serious that it smells like Great American Ballpark. That's that's I, awesome. And it's just one of those things that um, baseball season kind of starts the summer for me. And this is the type of beer I'm looking for in the summer. And I can't wait to sit down, watch some baseball, and have a couple rally caps. So that, that to me, uh, that Daniel, I would say... We we have no choice but to have this thing at Great American Ballpark. So I'm gonna I'm if looking you're listening, at you guys. <laughs> Great American Ballpark. If you're listening, you need yeah. this beer. If the Castellinis are listening to this, and come on, we, we need it. Um, let's have a little bit of fun. Let's wrap this one up uh, with some baseball trivia. Um, I thought it would be really fun to uh, put Danny versus Chase in baseball trivia. <laughs> I so, like baseball, but I'm not very good at trivia. So <laughs> We're going to keep this pretty basic. Um, so Rally Cap obviously uh, in, insinuates that it's a baseball beer. The brand is very obvious. Um, Danny and I happen to be pretty hardcore Indians fans, so we made sure that there was some red included, even though it's red for the Reds. It's also red for the Indians. I'm just saying. Uh, but uh, I figured it would be really fun to test Chase's baseball knowledge. Uh, Chase, what is a perfect game in baseball? Uh, when it's all strikes. Yes. I think we can round up there. That's a, so, Danny, what's a perfect game in baseball? A perfect game is when a pitcher does not walk or give up a hit during a game. That's pretty so, close, so, actually. So, so, when, so when a pitcher throws all strikes, it's a perfect game. That's right. You know what? I'm going to give Chase right. a point on that. Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. This is where if we were a professional studio or a professional podcast, we would give the, <laughs> the ding noise yeah. for Chase. You guys have to remember, I'm from Wisconsin. I've been to many Brewers games, but 
After the tailgate, I don't remember anything about the <laughs> It's my favorite stadium, by the way. I love it. Miller Park is awesome. <laughs> There's it's a slide in left cool. field. Yes. You can't beat it. Yes. <laughs> you should make it your bucket list to slide down the slide in the outfield. Oh, I should. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> All right, Chase. What does it mean when somebody hits for a cycle? We're on radio. Silence okay. is a bad thing. Okay. Uh, hits a cycle? Yeah, hits for the cycle. Uh, I'm going to say they're trying to hit a bicyclist outside of the stadium. <laughs> I, don't think yes. we can, I don't think we can round up from that one. No, that's, a good answer. That's, but I still, I might give you a point for that. <laughs> Danny, what's a cycle? When a batter hits a single, double, triple, and home run in one game. Ooh. Boom, shakalaka. I almost said that. Yeah, <laughs> it was close. I, I've did. heard you may or may not have hit for a cycle in Little League. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play baseball. It was always during spring break. So I <laughs> All right, Chase, would you describe yourself as a pitcher or a catcher? <laughs> We're on radio, so this is a terrible choice. This is really good radio. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh, man. <laughs> Moving on, what is a sacrifice fly? What is, what is a sack fly? A sacrifice fly? Yes. Uh, Try to hit a foul ball for a uh, uh, right. He got it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. No, I'm I'm not serious at all. <laughs> it's like oh man. Danny, what's a sacrifice fly? Um, when a batter hits a fly ball that is caught for an out, but the runner on third still scores. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> sacrifice. Yeah. It's kind of like a bunt. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's a sacrifice bunt as well. Uh, I think I think we're rounding up for yeah, that one too. Yeah, I would too. give them a half yeah, a point. Yeah. Half a point. Three and out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, all right. Last one. What's a grand slam? Oh, that's easy. That's easy. That's when all the bases are loaded and somebody hits a home run. That's okay. That's good. That's good. Yep. Are at bonus points. You should probably know this one if you don't. Why do people wear a rally cap? So our pilgrim is called rally cap. Yes, uh, that's not why people wear a rally cap, though, Chase. I think, well, it's a rally, so it must be when a team's not doing well, so they try to get them back on. Pace. Nice. Wow. You yeah. know. <laughs> All right, Danny, I'm sorry. Chase beat you. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, guys, I think thanks for having some fun, Chase. Appreciate that. You are definitely the star of this podcast. Uh, every time, every time I go to the tap room and somebody talks about the podcast, Every time somebody's like, you got to give Chase a couple beers before the podcast because it's awesome. <laughs> so it's, it's fantastic. Uh, thanks for having some fun. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Um, if you haven't subscribed to Sonder Stories, please do. Um, it's the only way that we can get uh, our story out there. We're having a lot of fun with this, but on top of having a lot of fun with this, it's, it's, it's really cool for us to be able to share the story. And... 
the story behind this beer truly is just this is something that Chase has been incredibly passionate about, and I think it's a beer that's going to do incredibly well. Daniel is uh, obviously passionate about it as well because of how good this beer truly is. And we just wanted to share that with you. I, I think it's fun because uh, Chase is a huge baseball fan, as we can tell. And so we wanted his beer to be a big baseball beer. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, it's also fun because we put it in cans, as we've talked about. And it's the first beer that we've inverted those colors. So it's our first, it's our first package that might pop a little bit because it's not that standard white. It does uh, have a very signature red color in the background whether that's for the reds or the indians that's for you fans to decide um but anyway just thanks for listening thanks for letting us have some fun with you guys and uh just get to be kind of goofy and and uh get to get away from the monotony of of uh what happens in a lot of our day-to-day and just get to do this on the side and so we appreciate it uh for those of you that aren't following us on social media please do uh Sonder brewing for everything i think danny correct me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure that's right yeah yeah twitter uh instagram do we do we have a snapchat are we doing anything on snapchat no not really okay well maybe we, <laughs> maybe we should um, maybe we should yeah um so thank you for following along there um, and uh, I, I want to promote Chase as well. Chase re- recently got on social media. I did, yeah. I'm now on the Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I've had, I think I've had like three, three posts. So. No. no, he's more than that. What's One of them you called Luke out, actually. It was pretty fantastic. I did? Yeah. Yeah. You said something about it being Luke's Luke's dream and your nightmare or something with the sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is the reason why I did not want to get on social media. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah, just don't just just don't provoke him, please. Have some fun with him. He's on. He's you, you, what Chase underscore Legler, I think. I I have no idea. Okay, there it is. Can can confirm. You can confirm that, Luke. Luke, if people want to follow you on social media, how do they do that? Uh, I'm at at. Uh, the underscore funky underscore lad. The funky lad. There you go. The funky lad. Uh, if if you have any questions as to what that means, so do I. Uh, <laughs> Dan- Daniel, are you on social media at all? I feel like you're pretty limited on that. I have a Facebook and I have an Instagram, but I basically just creep on people. I don't do anything. On <laughs> and Danny, if people want to follow you, how can they follow you? I'm Danny Harold everywhere. So Danny Harold everywhere. Yeah. No, just like just you can, you can find me at Danny Harold at all social media. How do you spell how do you spell Harold? H E R O L D. That's Com- good. Common misconception. That's good. It's that's almost like you're hosting the show, Luke. That's good. You, you got it. I that's missed good it. Out. <laughs> uh, and I am pretty much only active on Instagram, and you can get me at uh, J U underscore Neff, I believe. Any it is. I think I can confirm that too. Okay, perfect. Um, anyway, thanks for joining us. This one went a little bit long, but we're just having some fun. So, um, Chase, you look like you're going to say something. What are you going to say? Well, I, I guess to answer Daniel's question, I guess I'll probably be a pitcher. <laughs> You've been thinking about it since he asked. Yeah. So, you, so you break tables is what you're saying. Oh, I've broken a table. <laughs> we, have, we have derailed. We are off the tracks. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks for being a part of this with us. Thanks to you four. Uh, and until next week, cheers uh, to Rally Cap. Cheers. And cheers. Uh, to uh, baseball season. Cheers, guys. Go team.
was awesome.